If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Solving the hard problem of consciousness is right up there with explaining reality. Consciousness is a pretty sloppy term. It means many things. Sometimes we mean self-identity, having a self-concept. And there's other things called consciousness, access consciousness. You weren't thinking about your grandmother two seconds ago, but now you are because I use the word grandmother. That's come from somewhere in your brain. There was a memory there. It wasn't in your awareness at the moment, but now it is. But the most impressive use of the term is what we refer to as phenomenal consciousness. And this relates to the so-called hard problem of consciousness. The hard problem of consciousness refers to this seemingly unsolvable problem of how and why is anybody aware? Why is there an experience there? And the only evidence that we have for phenomenal consciousness, the idea that there is some experience being had, is that I feel that I'm having this experience. I feel that I'm conscious. And because other creatures walking around that look like me, other human beings, it's a presumption, probably a pretty good one, that they're having a similar experience. But there's really no evidence. Like, how would I prove that you are conscious? That seems outside of the bounds of empirical science. What experiment could you ever do to prove that there is an experience to be like somebody else? And that's what the hard problem is. Most of the work that's been done with psychedelics in terms of the brain mechanisms has not addressed any of these questions of consciousness. But a lot of people who take psychedelics feel that they have profound realizations about the nature of consciousness. Now, often those realizations differ from each other. People will say different things, and sometimes the same person with different psychedelic experiences will have different conclusions. But it seems pretty routine for people to kind of grapple with those big questions, like what is the nature of consciousness? And that's why I think it's really important that we separate, you know, hey, a bunch of people say, based on their experiences, that they believe psychedelics open some window into consciousness or give them sort of insights into the nature of consciousness. But that doesn't constitute scientific evidence that what they're saying is actually true. So it's kind of a weak argument. It makes it intriguing to see if we can go further. But like with any scientific question, we shouldn't hold our breaths for the answers. And a lot is made out of psychedelics and their ability to inform the nature of consciousness. And so this would be the ultimate kind of task. And I think when we automatically make that leap of, 
Well, psychedelics seem so fundamentally important to consciousness that if we figure out how psychedelics are working, that's telling us something fundamental about how consciousness is working. We're on a slippery slope there. We can start to fool ourselves. So we really have to have more precision in our language and drill down more rigorously on these questions of consciousness. If psychedelics could help us to crack the hard problem of consciousness, I mean, that's perhaps the biggest question out there. I mean, it's up there with like, where did the universe come from? <laughs> what is the nature of reality? And so if I could think of an experiment I could do with psychedelics to address that question, I would have already done that experiment. <laughs> and, you know, right now I don't think anyone can, but I think we should remain open to the possibility that psychedelics could be used to address the hard problem. But yeah, we need to think about it because that really seems like a difficult problem to crack. Get smarter, faster with videos from the world's biggest thinkers. And to learn even more from the world's biggest thinkers, get Big Think Plus for your business.